James Waddle. And only only the people who listen to episode three are gonna know why. Christian Gonzalez is just lining up against AJ Brown. How scary! That must be so terrifying, dude. I guess we have a bell. Bring the bell. We have a bell now. We're bell guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. We are coming fresh out of week one against the Philadelphia Eagles. And, you know, I think all of us coming into this, we're like, the Eagles might steamroll us. And it kind of looked like that in the beginning after the first quarter. But Mac Jones, Bill O'Brien, along with a great performance, in my opinion, from the defense, really made that a fun game to watch. Defense played spectacular. They let up one touchdown, four field goals, and 19 points against the third best offense in the league last year. That's huge. Like Jalen, Jalen Hurts is typically a big um, runner of the football. He's got two great receivers to go through, and we completely shut him down. Uh, at least running the ball, he, they 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 were able to sort of move the rock, obviously, but. Um, not in the same way that they're used to. You know, they're sort of an explosive offense, and they didn't really break out with many huge plays today. They were making about, like, mm. like they, they both had, like, seven receptions for 70 yards or so, which is a lot, and it's, like, 10 yards a catch. But, like, I feel like they would sort of, like, get, like, a five-yard catch and then maybe, like, every three or four plays, like, get a 15-yard grab, you know? But Yeah, I know what you mean. Neither of them were really dominant. I felt like, um, especially coming into the second half, when Jalen Hurts rolled out and he chucked that, it was it was a great throw. It was, it was like a forty yard pass to AJ Brown right on the sideline, and he kind of bobbled it a little bit when he was going out of bounds, yeah. and it didn't count. I think that was a huge momentum thing. There were a lot of momentum swings throughout the game, but in terms of what you said about the rushing attack, when Jalen Hurts picked up. That first down on like a QB draw, I think it was third and eight in the first quarter. I saw him take off and he got it. And I was like, oh, here we go. This is going to be terrible. And But you're right. Like Kenneth Gainwell couldn't really get going. He had a, a couple nice plays. But for the most part, I think our front seven held up incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judon, Judon got some nice pressures in the first half. Didn't really show up as much as I would have expected him to in the second half. But, again, like the run stopping, especially with guys like Juwan Bentley, he was flying to the ball, making tackles. Dietrich Wise made a few plays. Keon White made a bunch of plays. It was was fun to watch and really hopeful for, you know, the the rest of the the Mm -hmm. the season. And you're you're watching, like, right off the bat, first defensive drives of the season – Christian Gonzalez is just lining up against AJ Brown and Devontae how scary that must be so terrifying, dude. Yeah. He's like, I think he's 22 years old, and you have to line up. You know how big AJ Brown is? He, if I saw him big, in person, he, he'd be like, Yeah, that's like the most jacked guy a regular person would see in their whole life. And if you imagine your first day on the job, right? You just get hired, you walk into the <laughs> office, and they're like, there, There's your assignment for the day. There you go. Go, yeah. Better than anyone on the Patriots that you've been playing against for months. 
I mean, until next week where he has to line up against either Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. Which is going to be crazy. That, that's going to be yeah. the biggest challenge in <laughs> that he will that's face a, probably yeah. in the NFL. Like you, like you can only hope to contain him. You know, you can't yeah. guard speed like that. Yeah, it's true. And but and that's you know the good news is I guess for that is when finally he gets to line up against a receiver that is not a Pro Bowl or All Pro level guy, then hopefully it will be. A cakewalk, right? If you don't, if you don't have to line up against the best of the best, finally after starting your career, he's gonna be like, "Oh, this is a breeze. This is nice." But even today, lining up against those guys, I felt for the first half, especially, he was doing unbelievable. I mean, the amount of pressure that you have going against a guy who got fifteen hundred yards receiving last year and helped propel his new team to the Super Bowl. That's a tall order. And he was tight in coverage. And he broke up a key pass late in the game to give the Patriots offense a chance to go down and win it. Which, you know, I mean, we'll we'll touch on that. We couldn't get the couldn't get it done. Um, but the opportunity was there. And I think going into this game, a lot of people would have thought that that opportunity wouldn't be there that it would be out of reach entirely by the fourth quarter. And we hung around. We stuck with him. We gave him a lot of good punches. We just couldn't knock him out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the Patriots right now, they get a great foundation overall as a team. Like Gonzalez today, their first-round cornerback that they drafted last year, he, today he got in his rookie debut five tackles, two assisted, and one sack. <laughs> yeah, he got a sack, he got sacked today. He blitzed off the edge and he got a sack. No one was expecting that. That, that, no, was, that was so cool. I thought it was Jawan Bentley. I saw the six and I saw, I saw him wrap around you Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He, when he was wrapped around, you made a comment like, ah, oh, we got to take him down. And then it was like, <laughs> we saw the replay and it's just Christian Gonzalez like running around the edge. Like this kind of, he's like smaller than Jalen Hurts. So he's wrapping him around. Yeah. It's like sliding down on like a fire pole. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, Juwan Bentley's got to hit the weight room, and then I'm like, wait a minute, but yeah, so, he, he was definitely a leader on our defense today. Oh, definitely, yeah, and it's funny because if you look at the the stats for the game, Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, had the same amount of sacks as Jalen Carter, defensive lineman. So mm-hmm. make with that what you will. As of right now, for career sacks. Christian Gonzalez and Jalen Carter are tied. Keep that in mind. It's huge. Huge. They're on pace. But uh, Matthew Judon also got a sack today, three tackles. Um, have, having a big game, game showing that he's sort of not to be really, like, messed with on that edge. I think he kind of – like, I love Judon. Don't get me wrong. He's one of my favorite players in the Patriots. Obviously, he's been one of our best players the last few years. He, I think, has a tendency to play in waves where he'll be very dominant for a stretch and he'll look unguardable, but he plays in spurts. And I think in the first half, he did very well. He was flying off the edge. And, I mean, this is not to discount the Eagles because they have a they have a great O-line as well. I mean – 
it's it's tough to go against that group of guys as it is anyways. Um, but I think in the second half, he wasn't as productive as you would like a guy of that caliber to be. I think you have certain expectations. He did get one sack, which is great. I mean, it's it's a step in the right direction, no, no matter how you slice it. But um, I think being more disruptive would have been better. Yeah, he, he. I mean, Josh Uche also had some good plays too. So we we do have you know, um, some guys playing well. Like like um, Barmore had a good game as well. Um, but overall, his defense just played great. Jabril Peppers obviously coming out with that huge fumble on Jalen Hurts. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it was a huge play as well. He had three tackles and three assisted today as well. Um, with the the forced fumble, that was a mm-hmm. huge. Hit. Yeah, I remember we when we were watching that. Uh, they the Eagles took the field, and there were about two and a half minutes left. And we all looked at each other and we were like, we need we need to make a stop quick. And almost on cue, Jabril Peppers came up and just lowered the shoulder mm-hmm. on Jalen Hurts and the ball popped out. It was, it was heads up play by everybody else to jump on the ball because the pile was pretty much all Patriots who jumped on it. Yeah. And, you know, we had the opportunity to go out and win it. It was just penalties and not being able to make plays when we needed to really – cost us the game. I think that was a a big thing that we've seen with this sort of new era Patriots that we didn't see with Brady was penalties just you know killing us at the most inopportune times. It's it's really played a huge role, especially today. Uh we yeah. saw the one that took us out of field goal range after a couple penalties, and then right at the end, it made the fourth down conversion even longer. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was it, that was not a right really time. bad penalty too. Like that—that's yeah. something that should be avoided. Like we should already know what play we're running in that situation. We should have three to four plays ready to go. Like, why is it taking that long to get everything organized? And if you realize you're taking longer, you need to take a timeout. Because they—they, I think they ended that game with three timeouts. I don't know if they actually get were given no. a chance. No, 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 no. They finished with one. They finished with one. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. They using it at 50 seconds, right? Yeah, so they did yeah, use all right. three, but I don't know. It's 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 really a tough situation because you're making you're making that play so much harder on yourself. Like for for us to even get a 12 yard play, it's it's tough making that like consistent connection, you know and like adding another five yards on that is not making it any easier on these players. Like, yeah. Like Hunter Henry had a great first down reception today. And that oh was just, like, like it was just a bad throw to him. And he just like reached out and grabbed it with one hand. It was, it was an insane catch. Yeah. He played great today. Yeah. He, he's a good tight end. And, and I think that Mac Jones is a capable passer, you know, but he sometimes just, Throws it around, you know. Yeah, just, I think it has like, in a, he spurts of like really inaccurate passes, and then he has spurts where he like he had a spurt today where he went ten for ten for hundred yards and two touchdowns. And and from the second to the third quarter, like he was he was playing a good game, and then he kind of slowed down for a bit. But 
I think overall this is a great first game for him. From how yeah. he's playing last year, coming out against the one of the best defenses in the league, throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. He did have a really bad interception. Yeah. Four touchdowns. Out. Four touchdowns if you count the one to Darius Slay. That's true. And that was a that was a bad throw to him, but also Kendrick Bourne just kind of popped it up and Zeke had a pretty bad fumble too. I thought, you know, maybe it was a weird swing pass. We're using Zeke in a lot of swing passes, um, which is yeah. pretty interesting. He he's 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 sort of trying to take that role as like a James White. How he did I thought, I thought Zeke had a great I mean, I won't say great because he fumbled it and caused us to be in a deeper hole than we already were in in the beginning of the game. But Zeke showed, I think, a lot more juice than I was expecting him to show. And I think that's partially because Ramondre was not 100% today. He was dealing with a sickness all week. People didn't even know if he was going to play. Um, so moving forward, I think he will see less action. Maybe not less action, but he'll, I think he'll be used more in conjunction with Ramondre. They'll, they'll – be a little bit more even. Um, but yeah, I, I, think I like the ways we used them today. I I did, but I also felt like whenever we were throwing those little screen passes to him, he would, like, catch it and get tackled, like, almost immediately. He he had five catches for 14 yards and, he, like, averaged 2.8 an attempt. Which is, yeah, like, you know, he, and he also fumbled, too, so he didn't really have the best game receiving – Rushing, he rushed. He had seven rushes for 29 yards. I think he was a good rusher, but they just sort of got to figure out how they need to implement him on screens and get better at that. But uh, Mondre Stevenson had six receptions for 64 yards. So he's he was averaging 10 um, yards of reception. And that's I mean, just, he's a, just we need a lot of that came on the one big play, though. I think he had like 40 yards on that one. That's true. But is, is Zeke going to be able to break out and get those touchdowns? No, but I, I don't think, think I don't think they're expecting him to. You know, I think once Ramondre is healthy again, because if you had to play a full football game, getting tackled by Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, and you felt like you were going to shit your pants the whole time, you don't think that would be a hindrance? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. It definitely would be, but I'm saying like, what role is Elliott going to play in this offense when? Like it's just the first game, you know. It's just I'm not saying that he shouldn't get receptions. I'm just saying that with what he did when he got the ball, it wasn't like the best play, you know. Ty Montgomery had two receptions for nine yards, which was four point five reception. I thought he played well early on. Um, he kind I felt like I saw him like get the ball rushing a lot early on, and he really didn't have much from there. Like he he had one rush for seven yards in the beginning of the game and they just like didn't let him rush the ball again. You know, so he he could be another strong back in this lineup too. Yeah, but, he was um, uh returning he was returning kicks too in the in the beginning. Oh my god, dude, Marcus Jones not willing to, not being willing to call a fair catch on that's <laughs> insane. Marcus he, Jones has a death wish. Yeah, for for two consecutive drives, he was out on the uh, punt team, and he's he's receiving punts, and uh, he just completely 
just got rocked twice in a row. And he he didn't call like he was lucky the first time that he was able to catch it, and then he just got smoked. Mm-hmm. And the second time too, he was running along the left sideline, jumps up to catch the ball, and then some dude just hits him out of bounds, and then he fumbles it out right. And then after no, that, no, I, don't, I don't think he fumbled. I think I think he I think he fielded it. I don't I, don't, I could be wrong, but I don't think he fumbled. But it was like yeah, out I'm, of bounds though, so it like didn't matter. But um. I don't know. I, I think he – I'm surprised that he's not returning kicks, though. But Tyrick Montgomery did really well today, but I'm surprised Marcus Jones isn't on doing both um, activities right now. You know, not activities, like <laughs> team events, you know? Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's that summer, change, summer camp. Summer camp. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't know if – it was because of the fair catching thing. And Bill was like, okay, maybe we won't do this for today. And he switched it up a little bit. But I think everybody knows what he's capable of, of bringing in terms of being a returner or just having the ball in his hands. There was a play where he came out on offense, but we just weren't able to, to get the ball to him. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, I, I have very high hopes for – this team after today. I think DeMario Douglas was able to step in and get separation. He had one big like 20 yard or so catch. He had a couple catches on the opening drive. Um, you can see him becoming more comfortable. He would have, I mean, he made a, a jump ball contested catch attempt on a, a, a ball that was thrown so far behind him. Right, like yeah, that's the that thing was, with Mac. It was not great. It wasn't a. It wasn't a great ball. I didn't think. Um, and Mac, I think, struggles sometimes. I think it's a little bit overblown his arm strength, but he definitely doesn't zip the ball to routes that need to get the ball quickly. You know, like on that out route to Hunter Henry on the fourth and long conversion. He kind of just floated it in there, and yeah. it did. It did end up going every time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were, and it was raining, so maybe that had something to do with it. So there were, maybe the ball was less grippy or whatever. And you know, there were a few drops today. Hunter Henry had one. Juju Smith-Schuster had one. That was a little bit of a tougher throw, but I, I mean, yeah, I think Max arm strength is. Less so on the downfield, and I think more in the intermediate routes because he he doesn't always get the ball to the spot on time. And I think that I mean some of those are definitely going to get picked off as the season goes on. Yeah, he definitely did have a couple breaks today, um, but I, I think I don't know. He he he's never really had that number one guy, but I feel like everyone sort of played. There's just a lot of like really good receivers in this team, but no one's really pulling away as like that guy. But like everyone, everyone had a great game today. Um, Hunter Henry with five catches and 56 yards. Kendrick Bourne with six receptions, 64 yards and two touchdowns. He he was really targeted a lot during this game. Yeah, about time. Yeah, which is great. I don't know like why. Um, What's his face? 
Matty P. Oh, uh, Matty P. Matt Patricia. I don't know why I blanked on him right there. Uh, Matt Patricia just like did not even use him in the in the offense at all last year. And now I think it's really cool because we have two exciting rookie receivers that have a lot of upside. And they're kind of given – I feel like they have a lot of room to sort of grow as players within this system because there's a lot of good talent. And I feel like we're built for sort of like the future and sort of talent. So we're just like looking for that guy. We don't want to like spend too much to like go trade for one and have it not work out because we got D-Hop. It could be good for maybe like one to two years, but what about like three to four? You know, yeah. How, I, and how the culture in our team look, and how much do we want to like invest on like a what if guy? You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I I like the young guys we have too. I mean, Keishawn Boutte and Demario Douglas. I think in as the year goes on, I think they're gonna get a bigger role. Even if Devontae Parker comes back, I think they're Definitely DeMario Douglas is going to see the field. I think Kayshawn will still get in every now and again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the young guys, I'm excited about them. And another young guy who – and I'll admit this. I'll be honest. I'm going to be honest with everybody right now. I have not been the nicest to this guy in the past. But I think today is going to be recognized as national say, – say something nice about Miles Bryant Day. And <laughs> you know what? He he made a very good tackle in the beginning of the game uh, that would have resulted – if he missed that tackle, it would have turned into a big gain and definitely a first down. But it was a third and long. He made the stop. And you know what, Miles Bryant? I'm proud of you. If no one else said it to you today, I'll say it. I'm proud of you. You did great. <laughs> you had five tackles and one assisted today. So and I loved every one of them. Him and uh, Christian Gonzalez had um, 11 uh, – no, they had 10 tackles. And so, yeah. Well, yeah. I think the thing is I was just mad that Miles Bryant was, like, on the field all the time and wasn't – I mean, he's not as he's not as good as some of the other guys we have now. So I think the fact that he can come in, still make plays, and he won't be tasked with covering – one of the better guys, you know, I think that's helpful. And, you know, he's still getting better. Miles Bryant is still a young guy. So it's not to say like, he's a, he's an old washed up guy who's, who has no future. No, he's, he's young. He'll get better. And, you know, I think today he, today might have been the best Miles Bryant game that I've seen ever. So proud of you, Miles. Good job. Can't wait to see you next week. Good luck with Tyreek. Hopefully you don't have to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough. And Jalen Waddle, too. Like, they, yeah. they have an explosive offense, and it, it's like they'll always eventually break out downfield, one of them, and Tua's mm. got the arm strength to just heave it up there, down there at him, and they just catch it and run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's going to be a, a, a tough task. But you know what else we haven't touched on yet? And I want your opinion on this. I want your opinion. How did you feel about welcoming back Thomas Edward Patrick Brady to Gillette Stadium? He, the first man to ever walk out of the lighthouse and ring the – I guess we have a bell to ring yeah, the bell. We have a bell now. Yeah. We, have a, we have a bell now. We're bell guys. 
He, he rang the bell. And um, Robert Kraft actually said in his speech today that he was waiving the four-year limit of having like a, of a player to wait and to get to the Hall of Fame, and he's just going to do it immediately. Um, and there's going to be a ceremony, um, I think, June 12th in 2024. And mm. they are going to have a ceremony to sort of enter Tom yeah. Brady into the Patriots Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, if there's anybody who has ever deserved to have a waiting period waived for them for a team's Hall of Fame, <laughs> it's probably this guy. Yeah. He did. He, he had some good years, if I recall. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, great to see him back. Very funny. He wore a jersey that was very small. He <laughs> was like running down the sideline. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and um, he did the interview. Took off his jersey immediately after the interview. Mm-hmm. But yeah, glad to have him back. It's sad that we couldn't have pulled it out for him. But I think the energy was really high. I think in the beginning of the game. The the crowd was super into it. It's unfortunate that almost immediately we dug ourselves into a 16-point hole. Um, yeah, that was insane. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. Um, but, you know, I – like wants to, like, go out and, like, play because it would be such a cool game for him to just, like, walk out in. You know, like, I feel like when you're, like, young and you're playing basketball in your driveway, you're always like, if I make this next shot, I'm going to make – the NBA, it's some like crazy scenario. Like you like go to a high school game and you're like just watching in the crowd and you're like, what if they just turned to me and they were, they asked me to play? You know, it's like yeah. Brady's like, dude, if I just like jumped in this game right now and played the Eagles, do you think Bob Kraft like made a joke like after Mac threw the pick six and he looks and he's like, hey Tommy, what about one more drive? Yeah, <laughs> I like to think he did. I think that'd be really yeah. funny. Yeah, it'd be, a, yeah. it'd be a really wholesome moment between them. Yeah, and I mean Tom Brady, what an illustrious career! I mean, he has every single passing record that you could want. The most decorated player in NFL history, and he's played with a lot of guys. He's played with a lot of guys, and uh, whoop, whoop, whoop. what's that? What is that? What is that alarm? What is that? Could that be? Could that be the intro to our brand new segment? In the shotgun, Andrew, are you ready to enter the shotgun? I am. I am ready to enter the shotgun. All right. Well, you're getting your tools. I'll explain. So, in the shotgun, this is a segment where one of us will alternate every week. Andrew has got a nice, tasty, cold brew in front of him, and this segment goes like this: I'm going to put one minute on a timer, and I'm going to ask Andrew. A question. I'm going to start the timer. And when I start the timer, he has to shotgun a beer. And within that one minute span, he has to finish the beer and answer the question that I ask all within one minute. So today's question, and Andrew, tell me when you are prepared. I'm ready to go. All right. Today's question in honor of the greatest quarterback of all time. Andrew, could you please tell me in one minute who are the top five receivers to have caught the most touchdown passes from Tom Brady? Three, two, one, go. And he's off. Looks like he's got the hole. 
Dude, I fucked up so bad. <laughs> I know you didn't open the can. He's going. He's going. Oh, wow. That was fast. Good work. All right. All right. You're at 25 seconds. <laughs> top, top five pass catchers. Not necessarily receivers. Brock, Randy Moss, yep. um, Julian Edelman. Yep. Um, Dion Branch, Wes Welker. No. Um, not Dion Branch, Wes Welker. Yep. Is, it, is that four? One, you have one. You have one more. Four. You have the fifth uh, guy now on the list. Edelman. No, no. I already said Edelman. Five. You said Edelman. Five seconds. Um, Make a guess. Oh, and that's the time. Well, Who was it? well, you got number one, which was Rob Gronkowski with 90. You got number two, which was Randy Moss with 39. By the way, Gronk having 50 more touchdowns from Tom Brady than the next closest guy is crazy. Um, in third, Julian Edelman with 36. In fourth, you have Wes Welker with 34. And you know who is in fifth, Andrew? It was Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Oh. With 26 wow. touchdowns from Tom oh, Brady. Wow. I really I wasn't really thinking about Buccaneers receivers either. I only thought about Patriots guys. It's surprising. Yeah. They yeah. Were a great combination for four years. I think, yeah, Mike Evans, um, very underrated guy. I don't think he's ever been top three in the league, but he's never had less than 1,000 yards. He's a great red zone target. He's been doing it for a long time. Mike Evans is – he's he's great and uh, caught a lot of balls from, from Mr. Brady. Yeah, so I think, you know, we, we should keep track of this, so – uh, first in the shotgun, uh, Owen one, you're Owen one against the shotgun yeah. right now. Owen one against the shotgun, dude. I can't believe I blanked on that too. I was just thinking about Patriots receivers and I was like, I know. Yeah. It's tough. Branch, and I was like, who else would be like, be that in that area? And I was yeah. like, it couldn't be Danny Amendola. It couldn't be like Chris Hogan. Although Chris Hogan, do you remember how good he was in he that was playoff really run? Year span. And then he played on a couple other teams too. And he was really good as well. Chris, o, I I wouldn't say he was. Where did he go after the Patriots? The Bills, or was he, he was on the on Bills the before? Um, he was on the Bills before, I think, and then he came over. I think after. He was a lacrosse player, and like Belichick found him, and he was good. And well, but he didn't start on the Patriots. No, he didn't start. But I, then he left and went to the Panthers, and I think he went to the Bills after. Regardless, shout out Chris Hogan. We're big. Big Chris Hogan fans over here. Um, those wouldn't have been bad, bad, bad guesses. Deion Branch would, is a is a good guess. Troy Brown would have been a good guess, but no, it, it was Mike Evans. It was Mike mm -hmm. Evans. So shout out Tom Brady. Thanks for coming back. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, um, how do you think that the Bucks will be this year with Baker Mayfield at the helm? I mean, they just beat the Vikings. Which that's, was, that's a big win. That's a huge yeah, that's win. shocking. Baker Bro, looks good. That's like Kirk. That's like Kirk. Because Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins, you know? And I actually – I think that Kirk Cousins has 
surpassed the Kirk Cousins tier, actually. I think there's like S tier, A tier, B tier, and somewhere between B and C tier is Kirk Cousins tier, where you're just you're average to like slightly above average. I think Kirk Cousins is above that now. I think Kirk is in like the B tier quarterback list. And to see I mean, like yeah, again. Know what Kirk Cousins is because he just chokes. He just, like he doesn't win prime time games. And today he did he, last season. What last season? Last season he had like the most fourth quarter comebacks of any quarterback in the NFL. That's they true. won so many one score games. He he has you know, but like when it really really matters, is he gonna be able to do it? He hasn't advanced past the first round of the playoffs in four years, three years. Yeah, it's been a while. You know he he has a great receiving core around him. It's really kind of like he's got really no excuse not to be able to do it. And he comes out and he loses the season opener at at, at home mm-hmm. against um, the Bucks with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Like that's crazy. That's that's a big loss for them. And um, last year he lost a season opener as well, and he he's never really performed well in like major primetime games at like eight twenty on Mondays and Thursdays too. So. Yeah, I mean it was a big win. Baker, Baker does what Baker does. He uh, he had the swag. It seems like people love to play for him. Um, he he's very emotional on the field. Yeah, I think I think uh, it was surprising. I didn't think the Bucks were going to win at all. There are a lot of upsets. I mean, the, the Bengals losing to the Browns very convincingly, twenty-four to three. The Cardinals. Almost beat the Commanders, crazy, because the Cardinals I think are everybody's pick to be the worst team in the NFL this year. And if they're not, they probably they they probably should be. Um, it was uh, it was looking like we might beat the Eagles for a little bit, but yeah, I mean that's week one's gonna do that. Uh, the Packers look good, or the Bears just look bad. It was uh, a fun week, fun week so far. The Packers did look really interesting. I I don't really. I mean, they won forty-one to twenty-three, right? The Bears are kind of like yeah. the Bears too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, oh, and the Chiefs. How are we forgetting the Chiefs? The Chiefs yeah, the lost. Chiefs. Chiefs. So the Chiefs and the Bengals both lost. If the Bills can lose on Monday against the Jets, then that would be. Oh, do they play Monday? Right. Bills and the Jets. Yes, Bills and the okay. Jets. Fifteen Monday. If if the Bills can lose, that gives me hope that the AFC is wide open. If all the top teams can lose, and we can compete against a top tier team like the Eagles, I would feel good going up against. I I mean I do right now feel at least confident that we can run with anybody. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, for sure. I don't think we're going to get blown out, especially with our defense. I don't think we're going to get blown out. Um, yeah. It's all just going to depend on how Mac does at this point. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's I love the situation the Patriots are in, but we're also sort of like we haven't really signed Mac to a long-term deal yet, and we're kind of – I think we're one to two years out now um, trying to figure out is he the guy that we want long-term. And next year, next off, next next off season, 
are we going to be able to with like you said that there's a good quarterback class, right? Like maybe we would right, consider yeah. using a first round pick to really make a competition for him because he's he's definitely had some turmoil that he's needed to play through. But is he sort of going to like be the guy that will lead this franchise going forward? But I think that all think that he he will be able to do it. I want him to to sort of just take ownership of this team this year and make us competitive in the AFC because we this is a very tough division this year. Bills are they've kind of been um, running it the past couple seasons, and um, with Tyree killing the Dolphins, like that's a huge threat because he he can just take over games. Oh my god, dude! I saw I saw a tweet. On the way home, it was it, it. It said Tyreek was quoted before the year saying that he wanted to go for over two thousand yards, which is a lofty goal. That would be an NFL record. Right now, after Week One, and it's very unlikely, obviously, that he's going to sustain this. Do you know how many yards he's on pace for? Just guess. It's it's got to be like three thousand yards. Like <laughs> he has Ty- Tyreek Hill is on pace for three thousand six hundred fifty-five yards. Wow, that's crazy. That's, and, that's that's insane because, like, what's the record? Like two thousand right now? It's it's nineteen hundred. Uh, it's Calvin Johnson said it. It's like nineteen fifty one, maybe mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, but yeah, Tyreek, if he keeps going, is going to shatter that. Um, and thankfully for us, we only have to play him twice. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like you know, like is it is it helping our cornerbacks long term? Because once he's like, I think I think once he's done with his deal right now, he's like done playing football. He said, you know, you know, maybe he'll continue to play depending on what his situation is then. But um, say he just like drops, right? And by that time too, Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna retire. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where will the Bills be at? The Bills will probably still be good because Josh Allen's a good player. But if he gets injuries, you know, like this division could sort of fizzle out and be up for grabs. And if we create like a really strong foundation for those situations, and I feel like we're, we're, we're built very well, we have very strong defense and we're investing a lot into our um, talent. Christian Gonzalez was hu- like a huge pick last year, our, our first pit round um, pick. And he's been playing well thus far. And Keon White played well as well. As well as well. Dude, I said that a lot. As well. <laughs> okay. Doubly. Um, he played doubly as well. He played doubly as well. Yes. Today. I, yeah, I, I mean, our, our rookies, I thought, today played great. We saw a lot of them on the field. And I think I think most of them did very, very well. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I think – um, that um, Demario Douglas had a good game today. Four um, catches for forty yards, and we they didn't we didn't really like connect with Kayshawn Boutte, but I almost felt like they weren't really the best throws to him today. But he was sort of being targeted in the offense, and I think that he had like at least like a like for his first game. I don't know, like I, you'd like to see him have a reception or so, but at least he's like getting looks, you know. Mac yeah. Jones, I didn't really have the he didn't really connect on him, you know. Mm-hmm. He should have probably. Unfortunately, the two plays where he failed to 
get his feet in bounds because the rule is one foot in college. And usually you see guys make that transition into the NFL. If they can work the sideline, they, they can get their two feet in bounds. But I mean, two crucial plays today. And I, I like Keishan Butte. I think he's going to be, I think he's super talented and, and he's going to contribute, but it's Dude, I just think tough. It's huge. That, like it, like if some of his first plays of his career, or like sideline catching plays, like like he's not running like yeah. hitches, you know. He's he's running like fifteen yard like outs, right? Yeah. And then just like towards he's uh, posts, and he's just running towards the sideline, you know. Yeah. The the thing is, like, even for Mac to trust him on that last play to throw him the ball, it speaks volumes. Into mm-hmm. what they think he can do and who he who they think he can be to this team. Yeah. To Mario Douglas, we saw he he was able to separate, which is something. It's so refreshing to see somebody get open. I mean, <laughs> the the years of of Nikhil Harry and and Devonte Parker just having to jump up and make an incredible acrobatic play to get a catch. I mean, not that Nikhil Harry did that very often. Um, but he did once against the Jets. It was like a he did blowout no, yeah. at Gillette two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and then he just randomly was like Moss. <laughs> he went up and got yeah, it was it was it was like in the fourth quarter. He just randomly Moss this dude. It was like, dude, where where has this been? <laughs> yeah, no, but such a it's, great catch. It's so nice having somebody who can get open. You know, like make a catch where you don't have to fight a guy on the way down. You have a little breathing room to, to get it. And, you know, wearing number 81, that's that's pretty cool. Shout out, shout out Randy, you know. That is pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I think those guys, I, I, like all the rookies, I liked, I liked a lot how the rookies did today. Yeah. Me too. I definitely – I think there's um, – a lot of players that you can look forward to hearing from, which I think is really exciting. And I think with our offensive line today, um, you know, we had two rookie offensive linemen get a chance to start because um, Mike Owenu and Cole Strange were last-minute scratches. Mm-hmm. So, um, City Sal and Antonio Maffi mm-hmm. got the chance to start, and I, th- I thought they played pretty well today. You know, I think the Pats um, only let up like three sacks or so. Um, yeah, the, the O-line did much better than I think a lot of people would have expected them to, especially against the Eagles. I mean, I think on paper that is the best defensive line that we're going to face, or at least front seven, pass rush, whatever you want to call it. Dallas is very good with Michael Parsons. Uh, down the line, we're going to have to play T.J. Watt, who got three sacks today. But if you're starting two rookies in that game where you have to play such a stud defensive line, I mean they did they did great. The two rookies did very well, I thought. I mean Moffy had a a penalty late that was costly, um, sort of pushed us back out of field goal range. But there weren't a lot of sacks. Mac moved well in the pocket, and that speaks to the. There was a pocket to move up in, so 
Mm-hmm. Credit to them. They played very well. They did. And um little sad note here before we continue. Um Dallas is up 33 to 0 against oh, no. New York Giants right now in the fourth quarter. <laughs> There's still time. And Dallas is also in the red zone. You know what? Actually, I this whole week I was talking um, and I was saying, I don't know why people are so high on Dallas. Like, I feel like Dallas gets so much media hype every single year, and it's unwarranted some of the time. But however, they're playing very well. All right. Um, yeah, they're doing pretty good, I think. That's that sucks. All right, but um, speaking of the Patriots rookies, I'm going to have you do a blind um, rookie ranking. So who do you out – of, out of all the Patriots rookies today, um, from one to five, one being the best, five being the worst, and you can also, like, choose to discard a player. Um, so Marte Mapu, how do you think he played today? I think – I mean, he didn't he didn't see the field a whole lot, I don't think. Um, but when he was out there, I mean, he, I saw him make that tackle in the first quarter. I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna discard Marte Mapu because I think he played well when he was out there, but I don't think he was out there enough for me to confidently rank how he did. If I were to rank him, though, I'd put him at, like, four or five. All right. That's fair. Um, but I don't know. I think he he had a good game today. He had a lot of big hits early on, too. Um, he's still a rookie, so it's good to see him, like, kind of getting getting plays early on. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone's going to play right away. Um, so, but, All right. So next up, how did um, – Antonio Mafi played today. I would say fairly well, like we just talked about. Um, stood up against the pressure, against the rush. Probably exceeded expectations. Did have that penalty, and that is going to bring him down a few notches. I will give him four. I will give Antonio Mafi four. In my rank. All right. Um, where would you put Demario Douglas? I would put Demario Douglas. I think I mean I touched we touched on this as well. Separation. He showcased good speed. Um, what did he have? Forty yards? Yeah, Something so like that. Four, he had four receptions for forty yards. I'd put him at three. I'd put him at three. I think uh, he showed flashes of being a reliable guy. Okay. Um, where would you put Kayshawn Boutte? Ah, you got to put him five. Unfortunately, I like <laughs> him. <laughs> you know, I like him, but um, you know, go t- go Tigers and whatever. But no, today today he just didn't he didn't put the. Stats on the score sheet. 
right. Um, I might look real silly if these are not the last two guys that I think they're going to be. <laughs> um, where would you put Christian Gonzalez? I don't know. Where would you put um, Bryce Berenger? I'd, on, I'd put him at two, to be honest with you. He was – dude, he was kicking ass. He punted the ball so well today. He I, – I felt like there were, like, two drives in a row that the Eagles started inside their own 20, and there was one where a guy fielded the punt at, like, the five, and he returned it to, like, the 25. It was a good return. But, my God, does he have a – does he have a cannon? He got a howitzer attached to his hip. It's incredible. He's got a what? A howitzer. He's got a big old cannon. He's got a literal cannon. <laughs> yeah, but I'd put him I'd put him at two. And then I think I'm comfortable with I mean I I have a feeling I know who you're gonna say because you you half said his name. But <laughs> that's a big <laughs> that's why it's so big. Watch your posts oh, it's so big. Want him at two? I'll put him at two, yeah. All right. That's fair. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, and Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, I'd put uh, I'd put Christian Gonzalez at one. He he did well considering what was asked of him today. He, uh, I think, he had a great game. Didn't look like the moment was too big for him. Uh, made some tackles as well on some. Big players. I mean, he he took down Jalen Hurts on the sack, and he tackled AJ Brown solo more than once. And that's, I mean, we talked about it earlier. AJ Brown is a gigantic man. He's a huge human. Yeah, he's he's he is huge, and he's sort of like faster than DK Metcalf and better at running. No, around. no, he's not faster than DK Metcalf. Well, he's not faster, but he's he's like better at running routes than DK Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely more agile. Um, but yeah, that's how I would do it. So Gonzalez, Berenger, Demario Douglas, Antonio Mafi, Keishan Boutte, Martin Mapu in the non-applicable section. That's how I would rank it. This is a this num those numbers are crazy. What are you writing down? There we go. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, was- so that's the that's the blind ranking that I would put for the rookies. Yeah, I, I think it's a good ranking. Yeah. And uh, speaking of blind rankings, actually, how about we uh, we flip the script here? You ready to go under the gun? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So rather than the rookies, I want you to blind rank the Pats players based on their performance today all right so same rules apply we got six guys five spots and one player that you can discard all right so okay the first guy that i want to ask you about goes by the name of josh uche where would you put him um <laughs> Josh Uche at number five. Okay, why? Because I still feel like he was a presence in this game. He got a sack. Um, it but, was like a it was a, a weird sack though. Like he was he chased him out of bounds, which I mean, still yeah. he 
he, he ended the play. So yeah, he got a sack today. So that that's you know, he I after didn't feel like he played like a bad game. You know, he didn't do anything noticeably egregious, you know, but I don't really know if he played bad enough for me to discard him, you know. Okay, yeah, I uh I agree. But with I think you, he, actually. Played, he played a good game. Um Okay, so Uche Uche at five. All right. All right, number uh, the next guy on the list. What about Mac Jones? QB1. Um, I would say Mac Jones is probably number two today. Okay. All right. Mac Jones, number two. I I was kind of battling between two and three, but I think he Mm. he definitely showed a lot of promise today. Um, but you know, you you wish he just, he, you wish you like, like he, he, it's really tough to look at, right? Because he messed up and then Ezekiel Elliott messed up right after him. So his yeah. mess up was so much worse than it actually was because he just threw a little pick and then maybe maybe he didn't make the best read to Zeke and that's why Zeke fumbled it immediately. But yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I don't think Zeke had a good game receiving today. Yeah, I'm so, looking forward to seeing how um, he does in the future. Yeah, he had a good name or a good game on paper, Mac Jones. Three. I don't know if he had uh, Mac Jones had a good game. On paper, game. yeah. 300 yards and three touchdowns, one pick. Even though the pick was a pick six. I mean, Eagles defense is good. Um, but, you know, a lot of yards, three touchdowns, not bad. Uh, all right, next guy, Hunter Henry. <laughs> Andrew just looked up at the sky in, oh. in disbelief. <laughs> I want to give him a number two as well. Mm, we can't do that. <laughs> um, I'll give him number four. Number four? You want to you want to put him at number two, but you're going to put him at number four? No, nah, I'm going to put him at number four because I think he played <laughs> well today, but also like there there should be an expectation from our tight ends that like one of them should always play like that. Okay. I think we have a lot of talent, at least spread out amongst our offense. And then everyone has shown that they can like perform at times. Um, mm. But, you know, that like there should be an expectation that like one guy should at least get like 50 yards in a game. And that's what he did today. And he made some great catches. And I don't want to discredit that at all because he made a sick catch. Um, was it like a third? Was it, was it a fourth down? Fourth conversion? down. Yeah, fourth down. Yeah. He just reaches out and just grabs the ball from this guy, just a one-handed catch, and just keeps running, which was awesome. Yeah, uh, that was he did well today, I think. All right. So right now you got Mac at two, Henry at four, Uche at five. You still have the discard, number one and number three. All right. Okay. And here comes Kendrick Bourne. Hmm, what, do you, what do you think about Kung Fu Kenny? 
I know during the game you were getting frustrated at Kendrick Bourne in the beginning because it wasn't like, even like it wasn't even like his fault though. It was like I feel like Mac Jones didn't connect on him all the time. You know, he did kind of like like when he when he dropped the ball, he just like you know sort of just like he like tossed it up in the air and he just picked it. You know, maybe like that like that was really tough. Yeah, but I don't know. I think. Um, I'd probably put him at three. Really? You put him at three? Two touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, two touchdowns and 60 yards. Because, I don't know, I felt like he was getting a lot of attention and he wasn't always, which is not really his fault, the ball's being thrown to him, you know. But he, he had a great game today. And... I sort of feel like the best player on the list is going to be like later on. I feel like it's going to be like a horrible guy or a great guy. So this could be an right. interesting way to end it out here. All right. But he, he had a great uh, game. Number – or the next guy on the list is Christian Gonzalez. Um, I'd probably put him at one. Okay. Today. But he he had a great game today, and I think it was good for him to. I think he he, he matched up well against like top receivers in the league, and he didn't really look. He didn't really get beat on many like big plays, you know. But he got a sack today, which is cool. He showed that he can he can sort of rush as well. Um, I feel like not many quarterbacks really do that. So, I mean, no, I mean. Who's like a good rushing cornerback that you know? I mean, there was a he's not a corner, but Jamal Adams, his first year on Seattle, I think had eight sacks. Yeah. If you can get another guy on the outside to like add pressure, and he's fast too. Like we already have a very good front seven. And if you can get like a speedy guy that can just run off the edge that you can sort of set up in a scheme, you know he's not gonna be blocked and just go after him, you know. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think he had a good game today. Uh, I have a feeling. I don't know what, how you're gonna react to this guy. The last guy on the list is Trent Brown. I mean, you only can put him in the discard. Yeah. No more spots, unless you want to switch him with somebody else. Yeah, you can't do that. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I guess he he's marked in the NA. That's tough, but would you I switch thought... him with anybody else? So my list right now is Christian Gonzalez, um, Hunter – no, 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 Christian Gonzalez, Mac Jones. Kendrick um, Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Josh, Josh Uche. Uche. Yeah, and then Trent Brown as discard. I'd probably, I'd probably switch him with Josh Uche. I'd agree, yeah. I'm curious, who would you – who would you say had the best game out of anybody on the Patriots today? I don't know. I feel like that's tough. I feel like everyone had sort of moments where they where they played well. I think that's great. But I guess I guess I'd probably say um, Mac. I mean, I feel like he you really can't, you can't a lot say. Of you can't Wait, say what? Mac. You put him at three. You you put him at two. Why did you? If you thought he had the best game, why'd you put him at two? I know. I I. Now you're right. I don't know. 
It's weird because I'm just like sitting, like waiting for that number one spot. I didn't know who I wanted because he he did throw like I mean he did bounce back really well today. He he did yeah. a great. Game. It was great to see how him um throw for under for over three hundred yards and get three touchdowns because yeah. Last year he just was not really a good passing quarterback, and he kind of showed some um, promise towards that against a very good defense. Yeah, I mean, I would be very happy with Mac if his final season stats were like over four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. I think that's a great passing season for Mac. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a very good passing season for anybody, but I think for Mac especially, like I don't think he's really done much of that before so that'd be great mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that's your rankings we did my rankings uh i'm sure i mean we'll see if these guys that we think did well you know the christian gonzalez the mac jones hunter henry's another rookie that we didn't talk about on the ranking Keon white i thought he played great today he had that that huge play on hurts where he hit his arm when he was throwing it We'll see if these guys keep popping out and keep making plays as the year goes on. We got Miami next week. It's going to be a tough test. I mean, they just want to shoot out against the Chargers, so we're going to have to show up ready to go. Mm-hmm. We definitely <laughs> – we definitely are because – Tyreek Hill and um, James Waddle are going to be a deadly speedy <laughs> You just said it's James. Really we'll just throw it down to so we just got to a really good test for the secondary, honestly. Do you, you just call him James Waddle. Did I call him James Waddle? I'm going to call him from from this point on. <laughs> from this point on, Jalen Waddle is only going to be referred to as James Waddle from here on out. Okay? James Waddle. Um and only only the people who listen to episode three are gonna know why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I I think everybody should uh, should feel pretty good about this week's game. I know it's a, a tough pill to swallow with a loss, but there's a lot of lot of foundation to build on. So mm-hmm. gearing up, getting ready for next week. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be tough, but you know nothing. Nothing good's ever easy. So settle in, buckle up, and go Pats, baby. We'll see you next time. Go Pats.